What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Welcome. 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 Please welcome. The Outdoor Project Podcast. Hear real conversations from industry leaders on the latest in the hardscape and landscape industry. Brought to you by Cincinnati's Landscape Supply. You're now streaming The Outdoor Project Podcast. Welcome. To another episode of the Outdoor Project Podcast. Today, we're in the Metro West area of Massachusetts, sitting down with Josh Jones, the owner of Mass Hardscapes. Josh, thanks for coming in today, yeah, man. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. We, we, we've been looking forward to this, this time with you, sitting down here. Tell us a little bit about yourself for anyone that doesn't really know you. Yeah, so, so my name is Josh. Um, I'm 26, so I'm pretty young, pretty new to the industry in terms of my own business. So I started Mass Hardscapes a little over three years ago. This is my third full year in business. Um, we That's are crazy. just a design installation business. We don't do any softscape. Um, we do softscape installations as part of our hardscape projects, but no maintenance, anything like that. So we specialize in outdoor living, um, mostly doing like pool areas, outdoor kitchens, uh, tons of lighting, water features, all stuff like that. A lot of high-end yeah. stuff. Yeah, we try to stick to um, bigger spaces, keep keep busy with more projects instead of doing a bunch of little stuff. But we do commonly like walkways and front steps, stuff like that too. So Anything you don't care from... A 50-square-foot sidewalk all the way up to a 2,000-square-foot patio. You'll do it all. Totally, yeah. We like to have a good mix. Um, big projects are good because they keep you busy, but that's where you're usually ripping your hair out at the end, um, where little ones, they don't keep you busy, but they're those are the money makers, and you're in and out, so it's good for cash Yeah, flow. there's so there's a lot of contractors that won't even touch that small stuff. Right. They just want to do those five, six big right. jobs that year. Yeah, and it's, that, kinda, it's cool hearing someone that actually doesn't care doing Yeah, and that, that, that was one. me when I started. When I was younger, I all I wanted to do was, you know, $150,000 jobs, and then when I started doing those jobs, I realized – you know, I wasn't always making as much money or I was just stressed more and having a good mix was just made me happier. And that's something I try to preach to a lot of the younger guys is don't get stuck on those big projects because they're not always what you think they are. They're great seeing when they're done, but, um, there's a lot more that can go wrong with a bigger project like that. And a smaller company, God forbid something does happen. that doesn't go right. Or that customer doesn't want to pay you. You can run into a lot more issues with a bigger job that can really take a guy, maybe like you, out of business real quick. Totally. And uh, it's one of those things. It's some guys, like I said, just like doing the bigger projects. So if you're capable of doing it, you got the equipment. It's it's definitely a nice thing to be able to do. Yeah. Yeah. What I found is just doing what you like to do the best. Um, It doesn't matter what impresses other people. Do what you like to do. What keeps you from being stressed as little as possible. Um, you know, you don't want to be living your life just stressed about work. You want to enjoy what you're doing. And I think a lot of us do. We love the, the creativity. So do the projects that you make the most money on and that make you happy. Yeah. You said you've been in business for three years now. What has been the key to your success in uh, such a short time? Three it's, years. It's incredible. It's crazy. Because yeah. 
you, uh, you, we see you on Instagram. We see you on Facebook, YouTube. You're, you're doing some awesome work, man. Yeah, thank you. That, I get that question a lot, and I, I wish there was like some crazy secret that I had. Um, I think really the thing has just been really a lot of common sense stuff. Um, being really easy to work with, um, being honest with customers and doing good work, obviously. But the, really the big thing for me in terms of being successful in terms of just financially have been just running a efficient business and knowing my numbers. So I think a lot of guys get into it and they just guess. Um, they're just saying, this is what's normal. Or, you know, I'm starting out, so I can't charge a lot because I'm new, which is totally, you know, not true. Um, you should be charging for the work that you do. So knowing your numbers and, and just being efficient and organized, that's been huge for me. Proper estimating really has been crazy. And where did you learn that, though? Um, I learned that Is it college. just common sense? Oh, yeah. yeah. So. so I went to college for um, landscape operations. So I got a really good education on everything landscaping. It wasn't just hardscapes. Um, so a lot of the business sense side stuff. And my dad is also the vice president of a big plumbing company. So he kind of has helped me with the business stuff. Help lead the um, way a little bit. Yeah. So kind of between those two things, it's really helped me kind of get the, the business side nailed down. And where, where did you... Where did you learn how to do all this? So you've been in business for three years. Where did you start? Yeah, so kind of it was a combination of college, and I worked for another company just interning through college. And then when I graduated, I was a foreman and sales rep for them. So I did you know sales work and design work, but I ran the installation crew. So that was a really good time for me to figure stuff out. Some of it was learning That's the hard basically way. basically all the necessities you need to do your own thing. Right. So I figure it out before I started my own business, which was great because I got a lot of the, the mess ups over with. Um, and I had a boss who was super understanding and, and let me mess up and understood that. So when I started my business, most of my mess ups were already done. Um, obviously, I mess up, you know, still. But they're just a lot different. You're human. You know, right? I don't, when I <laughs> estimate a job, I'm not off by, you know, thousands of dollars or something like, you know, more it's more into crazy the like, hundreds. Yeah. So, you know, back then I remember the first job I estimated, I butchered. Like I was probably, it was a small job. It was probably supposed to be a, you know, $8,000 job. And I think I sold it for like five grand or something. And, you know, my boss didn't really check up on it, but. Um, I'm sure he knew he wasn't making money on that job. And, you know, once we were done and I figured out this took double the time that I estimated, you know, it really made me think I need to start figuring out how to do this the right way. So it was good to get all those, those screw ups kind of over with before then. You mentioned you had one customer and it just spiraled from there. Yeah. So this is a really funny story. When I first started my business, I, I say I've been in business for three full years, but I actually left the company I was at the year before. Um, and I was doing kind of stuff on the side. I honestly was not busy full time. I thought, oh, I'm going to leave, you know, towards the end of the summer and have tons of work to get me through till the winter. And I didn't. I worked for a buddy and kind of did my own stuff part time. And I was just trying to do everything I could to find work. So one day I went out to um, town of Holliston, which is now where our shop is. And I did a bunch of door hangers. I just went to random neighborhoods, put up door hangers. And I ended up driving by this this little neighborhood had four houses, new neighborhood, really nice houses, went up there, threw door hangers on. And when I was driving home, I got a message through my website. Somebody filled out a form saying that they were looking to have a project done, which sounded like a pretty big project, and contacted the lady and ended up finding out it was from that little neighborhood that I just kind of 
came upon. And it was so cool because that was the first like real job that wasn't family or friends that somebody reached out to me. Ended up turning into a decent job. Um, it started as probably like a $65,000 job, which for me back then was huge. Um, you know, being in my first right, year, that was Just crazy. starting, that's huge. Yeah. Um, and we ended up toning it down to about like a $40,000 project, but that was still so cool for me in my first year. Yeah. Um, and since then, we've done bunch of projects for that customer we've redone their whole front yard we're always adding on and they have just created a like a spider web of work for me um they've told their friends um and then those friends tell their friends and it's all within this one town you know where our shop is so it just turned into probably honestly half of our work has come from this spider web from this one customer what but kind of warranty do you have we have a five-year labor warranty it's, it's pretty standard i'd say with a lot of guys it, is that it should three be. to five years i'm finding a lot of guys are lower they're more in the one to two so that's actually our warranty has kind of helped separate us because a lot of guys aren't one doing to that. end of the day it's you backing your work too so having that five years shows confidence totally. in the customer that god forbid something does happen you'll be back there are no issues right then Honestly, if things are going to go wrong with a project due to improper installation, it's going to happen within a year or two. So if you get past that, you're fine. So you can, I mean, I, for a little while, was thinking about, oh, maybe we'll do a 10-year warranty. But then sometimes you get these little things that come up, um, and you got to be careful just of nitpick. those. Yeah. There's so a little sand missing in the little exactly. area, and they're blowing up your phone. Yeah. So we, I ended up adding something in my contract that made sure we're, we're not in charge of covering polysand stuff unless it was something we did wrong we're not covering polysand that cracked because somebody ran their lawnmower right over the edge of the border <laughs> and it tipped a little bit um because yeah. that we found that was happening um just stuff like that or if glue loosens you know that's top cap that's not loose from right the glue so we i just kind of found over time i have to add these things just to make it so we're not eating you know because yeah you may be going there for five minutes but it takes time to travel there if you send a guy there that's money that you can't be making on another job so yep. you're really losing almost double your time yeah um so social media i mean does that play a part in yeah in we, that too would you yeah, say yeah we get some work from social media um i think most of my following is contractor based but we definitely get work um we might get maybe two or three jobs a year you know direct from um, mostly Instagram, free advertising. Yeah, exactly. Um, but one of the things that I know has been big with social media is that when we have customers that contact us, they do research into us. They see my social media, and that really stands out to them because they see a lot of the behind the scenes and what I'm doing for other contractors. Um, and they see other contractors that are commenting, saying like, "This is awesome," and I think they get that's big. some confidence through that. So that's been really help helpful in just standing out. And we we actually just discussed this in our last podcast is homeowners doing their research, going on using social media, using online platforms to really look up their contractors to make sure they're getting good reviews before you're putting that deposit down, making sure they're not leaving with all your money, that they haven't done that to another homeowner. I think it's crucial that homeowners do their research. Yeah. And, 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 to that point, one thing that I've found is I think a lot of customers, specifically with bigger projects, do all their research on contractors before they even call, and they're calling one contractor, not three or four, three. specifically on bigger projects because it's hard to compare apples to apples and work on the, you know, figuring out a big project with three people. Um, yeah. So I think being able to separate yourself before a customer even meets you or calls you is huge, and I, I think having a really good website is part of that too. Yeah, I know – 
getting back to the customer doing their homework, I know us over at Sensenigs when because we send out leads to our contractors, retail customer will come in and say, I'm looking to do so-and-so, 500-square-foot patio. Can you have a few contractors? We'll usually send them two contractors. That way they – I know you said apples to apples, but it's always good because that homeowner might not get along with person A right. but might like person B. Right. And both of them do great work. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. It's just you want to pick someone that you're comfortable with. Right. There definitely is a personal connection that you have to have with customers. They have to feel comfortable with you. Um, so totally like just because you're, you could be the best contractor and have the right price. You might have a crappy You just might not be good, like good personality for that specific customer. Or you could have a good personality, but you just don't click click with that homeowner. You guys could have two completely different personalities. Have you found a way to, to limit the leads or the quality of leads to, to improve them? Yeah. I think the way that I've marketed myself, probably mostly through my website and the, the quality of the projects and the specific pictures that I have has made people realize um, I'm not going to be cheap. So I don't get too many tire kickers, which is great. Most of the leads I get are pretty solid through Mm -hmm. our website. Um, I also try to send people if they didn't find me through house, I try to send them to house because we have a lot of our projects on there and they have a price range. So a customer can look and say, oh, like this is similar size or style to what we want. And it's saying it's 25 to 35 grand. Then they're not guessing like some customers may think that's a $10,000 project. <laughs> so it helps kind of give them at least a rough idea so they're not super far off because it's crazy how many customers just don't have any clue what they it's going to cost. don't have any idea. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, could, it's good to try to figure that out. I'm still figuring out a really good way to, to kind of figure out if my leads are good or not beforehand. And I know some people have some really good systems for that, but you said it though, photos that really helps. Yeah. And, and setting the website up to yep. show that you're more on the high end. Yeah. And I try to get some info from customers beforehand. I try to get their address instantly. As soon as they contact me, I say, what's your address? Um, usually the town that helps me, um, if they're in a wealthy town, usually it's a good sign. Um, obviously not always, but, um, but if I can get their address and I look up their house, I see the condition it's in, um, you know, the value of it. Those are, they are signs. It's not always the case because we've had jobs where it's a, it's a normal, you know, four or $500,000 house, but they are like, we're, we want to do this no matter what it costs. And you may get people who live in a million dollar house who don't want to spend the money. So, yep. but Person. it helps, it helps kind of figure it out a little bit. I want to, I know we keep talking about social media, but I think it's really important, especially with you, because you do have such a big platform on social media. You've only been in business three years. How over this three year time, how have you gained so many followers? Uh, is it just I know we talked about push? this a little bit earlier. Like I, there's, I wish there was like a secret, um, to, to figuring out social media. It's complicated. It's just uh, a lot of time. Isn't yeah. It? Yeah. It takes time figuring out when the right time is to post. I think for me, it's just been having good quality posts, like posts that have information in them. They're not just, just there for people to see. Um, 
I try to just put value to everything that I post so people are getting something out of it. I think that's probably been the biggest thing for me. Um, I don't use social media to show off my work. I mean, I do in a sense, but it's more to say like, hey, this is what we did here. This is how we did it and try to help people through it. So yeah. that's, that's I think, how I've kind of gained my following. I know that's how I I found you is through Instagram. You're doing the, the live videos and somehow I found you on the search, search area. Yeah. But yeah, man, I mean... You back then you were doing back then maybe one <laughs> yeah. or two years yeah, right, ago right. you were doing a lot of content. It seems like you've slowed down yeah. just a little bit. Yeah, this year this year I've definitely slowed down. Last year was a pretty good year. Um, my first year in business I was off the walls. Like YouTube, I was doing at least a couple of videos a week, um, which is something I want to get back into. I was doing like project update videos, which a lot of people really liked. Um, time the, lapses. Yeah, time lapses. I did one Those this are really year, cool. um, and that's all I've done this year. It's just been a busy year, and uh, my priorities have, I guess, shifted a little bit, but I yeah. don't want them to, like, I want to go back to where I was before, because like, it is a priority. And you're um, spending a lot of time with Pave Tool. Yep. Too, right? What yep. are you doing with them? So Pave Tool last winter I traveled basically all winter. So January, February, March, um, doing some kind of sales work for them. Um, we did a bunch of Teco shows. We're on the road with Teco, probably did twenty plus shows, a bunch of Unilock stuff, stuff for Site One. So they just had me come on as kind of like a almost like a sales rep. So they lost a an employee and needed somebody to come on who had similar values to them and knew their products and could talk about them. So I jumped on last winter and just did some sales work and I'll, I'll be doing that again this year, uh, smaller capacity, but what we'll are some of again. the perks of that? Do you get any demos of tools, new tools coming out? Yeah. I mean, they definitely help supply me out. It nicely. Yeah. They help me out a ton, which is awesome. Um, it's been easy for me to, to work for them and promote their stuff because they genuinely make the best hardscape tools, I believe. Um, and they've helped my business just be more efficient so it's just that the fact that they create these tools and we have the ability to buy them, like that's enough for it's, me. It's you know, landscaping, hardscaping, it's a hard industry. It right. takes a toll on your body. Totally. Especially over years. If you don't have the right equipment and you're doing everything by hand, it really does uh it beats you up. Oh, totally. So yeah. having these tools, it it adds a lifetime onto you, I yep. feel like. So yep. I know the tools are a little bit more money, but at the end of the day is it's, it's worth it, right. in my opinion. Totally. I mean, the way I look at it is if if you're laying slabs by hand. Um, you're your bending guys are over gonna, right. all day doing 150-pound slabs. Right. You know, your guys will be, yeah, they'll be laying fast at 9 in the morning, but how are they going to be at 4 in the afternoon? If you're laying with suction, they're probably going to be a lot more steady. Even if the piece of equipment isn't as fast, the fact that it's consistent is going to make you faster. Your guys are going to come in the next day feeling good. Um, so I've found that investing in the right tools and equipment, not so much to be more efficient. It totally makes us more efficient, but it makes my guys happy. They want to come to work the next and day. At the end of the day, those are the guys that are making you totally money. right. I couldn't, I would not be where I am now if it weren't for employees. Um, so my goal is always to make their lives easier and, and make us more efficient. And they the appreciate process, and you know, they're going to appreciate that. Yeah. So the whole work environment's just a lot better in totally. that case. So, yeah. And that's made it really easy for me to get employees and keep them. Um, I know right now the labor shortage is such a big problem. And I, to be honest, I believe it's a problem, but I think a lot of guys are struggling because they're not doing what they're supposed to. They don't treat their employees well. They don't teach them, show them that they're important, pay them right. I mean, there's a lot of reasons. 
Um, so I think if guys changed the way they ran their businesses, they would be in better shape with employees. Yeah, and it doesn't seem like you're having an issue with that. You nope. you're able to maintain your 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 employees throughout the whole season. Yep. Yep. My guys come back every year, um, which is huge because you're not spending that time to retrain. They're just getting better and better each year. And I have probably. You've gotten to the, you, I remember talking to you, you've gotten to the point where you don't even have to be at the jobs. Right. And yep. you're three years in. Yep. This is my third year. And this year I was on site, not even half the year. Um, and next year we're going to be branching out into two crews and it's still going to give me the ability to not be on site. That's amazing. Um, which is great. It frees me up to be able to focus on the business and, and, you know, doing estimates. Keeps and on that way I'm not working 80 hours a week. I mean, I work probably, you know, at most 50 hours a week. It's good. Like I have a normal life. Um, I enjoy my weekends and that's super important to me. I know guys that have been in business 10, 15 years and they're still not at that point. No. They have to be on every project cause they're going through their, their guys way too quick. Right. Cause they, cause they can't maintain them through the winter months or they just, I guess maybe just a bad work environment. Right. Yep. Could be either. Um, and guys, I think today really want to learn. They want to sh- feel like they're important. Um, yeah, that's huge. So it stinks because it takes time to teach guys. Um, you a lot know, of time. You know that you're going to be a lot slower for your first six months with a guy, but then the next year when he comes back and you have to be on site because he knows what he's doing, that's huge because now I'm making more money because I can be doing other things. That's now. where you come into play is setting that standard at where you want that product yeah. and, quality and, to be. And to go off that point, one of the things that's helped me with hiring is I try to hire guys that have zero experience. Everybody's always saying, oh, you need one to two years of experience. I found that you get a guy who just wants to work hard and learn He's going to be way better off because he has no bad habits. You teach him the way you want things done, and he doesn't know anything else. So as long as he's showing up and he works hard and wants to learn, you're in way better shape. And it's it's a cool industry. I mean, you start from scratch. You go in. You bring all the machinery, and you're digging these holes. You don't know what you're going to get. Oh, yeah. And then at the end of the job, you got this beautiful project that you just finished up. And I think guys really do appreciate that, and that's what keeps them coming back year after year. Yeah, yeah some people are just aren't made to be – in offices and some of these guys need to be outside and doing, you know, stuff with their hands and being creative. And I, th- it's a crazy awesome field to be in. Um, it's not what a lot of people make it out to be. Um, yeah, it's a hard industry to be in, but it's getting a lot easier with tools and equipment. Um, and you can make a lot more money than people think you're not, you know, these guys aren't out here making, you know, 15 bucks an hour as a foreman. You can make a legit living. Um, yeah. So it's it's awesome. I it's a great industry and I'm I'm happy that I'm a part of it. It's cool hearing different stories from guys like you, especially in a different state. I mean, we're from upstate New York, right. you're down here in Massachusetts, so it's it's cool hearing different stories about yeah. that stuff, you yeah. know. New York state laws have been really cracking down on like going dustless and all that. I know Pave Tool has a few tools to kind of help with that. OSHA yeah, so I, as far as I know, um, the, the new OSHA law that came out, uh, was it last year, is a, it's a federal law. So the whole country is supposed to be abiding by this. Yes. Um, and it needs to be taken seriously because the fines are absurd. Um, for anybody yeah. who doesn't know, is it, and I've heard different numbers, but as far as I know, first offense is $10,000, yeah. somewhere around there, per person on site. So that's like, that would put businesses out of business. I know if I was on site with a few guys, that would be a 30, huge hit for us. $30,000. Exactly. And what I've also heard, and this may not be true, is that if there's another group of 
let's say there's some plumbers who are there working and you're creating all this dust and they're inhaling it too and they're next door, they're at the same house, you are responsible for them as well. So y- this will put people out of business. Have you um, heard of any people that have gotten nailed by it yet? I think I there was one person in Mass that I've heard That'd of. Be so mad. Um, <laughs> I know one of my reps from the dealer that I buy my products through has met with the guy who's in charge of Massachusetts and said that as long as you're a, you're trying to make an effort and cut down, they're not going to give you a hard time. They know people are they have to work on this and it's so new and there's not very much technology out there. They just want you to see. They just want to see that you're trying. You see some guys running the saw, and then there's a guy behind him with the blower. I know it's keeping it out of the guy's face, but yeah, the way I look at that was like the old way. That's how we did it before this law, um, because we knew the dust wasn't good. So we were trying to get away from our guys, but you still have that silica in the air. So if there's other people in the area, they're still going to be affected by it. So as far the way I interpret it, it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli. I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Is that you actually need to be eliminating dust it can't it needs to be going somewhere and then the water it's just the water is so tough you're you're cutting an overlay in it's like you're just making a mess your legs are disgusting yep you get slurry everywhere then you have to you have to hose it off and if it's fall you can't poly sand now if you're doing a walkway job that takes one day it's like that thick yeah you're, you're, slurry on top so that you got to basically clean it all off or you'll have that flow it's just yeah, it's it's a tough thing, I think. Yeah, so cutting wet is is less than ideal. So what we've done is we bought one of the new IQ saws when they came out, the table saw, um, and we don't use table saws. They are so inefficient. Um, the only thing we use table saws for are pool coping, basically. So you, or or wall or wall cutting caps, wall anything block, like that. Yep, thin, yeah. thin enough wall block. So we're getting those nice straight cuts. If we're doing anything pavers, we're overlaying and cutting in place because. You're losing time if you're cutting pavers. They make the vacuums now that go behind the chop saws. Yeah, so we have one of those now. So we started with the the original IQ 360, and it was terrible. Um, We bought the 362 this year, which is the new one, and it's a lot better. What does it cut? It cuts a five and a half inch block. Yep. So I know there's a way you can make it into a six. Oh yeah. I'm not supposed to tell anyone, but five and a half is how it works. But we same thing. We use it mostly for coping, so we're you know cutting two or three inch pieces, um, and that's basically it. Um, if we're cutting wall block, we use we use a handheld demo saw. Yeah, uh, we use a 16 inch because it'll cut just about all the way through, and it's so much faster. Um, so the IQ saw has been good. There's a lot of stuff going on with the blades and their junk, um, and they, they have a special power. arbor, so you can't 
change the blade out unless you buy their three hundred dollar blade, blade something or like a kit that. to swap. Yeah. Um, so I've I've heard there's a brand that has a new blade out that's supposed to be really good, but that's that's for another day. Yeah, um, isn't a I th- just a it's a dustless blade. Well, have so you they, ever heard they of have those? a silent blade? Oh, silent yeah. blade. So the saw has a vacuum. That's what makes it dustless. Yeah. But they have a silent blade. It's not silent by any means, but you definitely, it's a lot less loud. Probably like a $400 but and, and I don't think it cuts very well. So the the one thing that we bought, I think end of last year, was one of the vacuum systems to put on your demo saws. And those are great because you don't have to buy new saws. Like the IQ handheld saw, you have to buy that saw. So you're spending two grand. You're not used to it. It's super heavy. You have to spin the filter. So with these vacuum systems, you hook it up to your existing saw so like running steel or husky, whatever perfect, you have, yeah. you can just put it on. Um, they just have little brackets that go on the bottom, and then they have different attachments, whether you're cutting wall block or you're cutting in place. They have a couple different attachments. You can swap them out, and it just runs from a tube from the attachment to a Y-pipe, and we have two vacuums. They basically are like chop vacs. How um, long are those tubes? Um, I mean, so say you're you're cutting an outer edge going 50 foot. You'd have, you, to, you'd have to pull it with you. Yeah, so basically you have to pull it with you. It takes a little bit of getting used to. I know my foreman who does most of our cutting, it took some time um, because now you have this this attachment that's changing the way the saw moves. Um, and you have weight, you're dragging. It's kind of like having a hose hooked up to the saw. If you cut wet and you hook your hose up, it's similar to that, um, but it keeps you a little bit more fixed. So you have less play in the, in the saw, but you probably have about 20 feet on a hose. So basically what my guy's doing is he'll set the hose up kind of in the middle of where he's going to cut, and he'll start on one end, run about 20 feet, and keep going probably another 20 feet or so. So he's getting, you know, 35, 40 feet or so. He'll scribe it, recut the whole thing, and then you have to move the vacuums. So if you're in a big enough area and you put the wheels on the vacuums, you can just pull it with you. That's Um, cool, yeah. So that system's been great. I will not say it's perfect, um, but it captures by, you know, probably 90% of dust enough that if somebody from OSHA shows up, they're going to say you're doing what you're supposed to. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's been a great system. We use one from Holt and tool. Um, yeah, we carry that. we're one of their dealers. Okay. So, so that's, that's, that's one we use. It's from what I've seen, it's the best price wise. It's the most compact. Um, I don't know if it has the best suction. There's some big systems that have these massive vacuums that probably, take most of the dust we, but this one is just compact and it, it's priced well and it works we demoed that actually at our contractor day we had the guys from halt and tool come up and they were demoing it for all the contractors it is a cool unit yeah it's yeah, just it's, it's enough you just have to get used to it um it just takes some getting used to and I, it was funny my guy one of my guys was cutting the other day and i forgot what he was cutting but he didn't have the the vacuum on and he's like it's so weird now and, you know, last year he was complaining about having the vacuum on. And now he's saying it's weird to not have the vacuum on. It's so. nice because I know when you're you're running that saw, it's it sucks when you're getting that dust in your face. Yeah. Oh, totally. And it's so bad for you. I mean, silica is like it will kill you. Um, yeah. The laws are pretty they're just tough. Um, but I think we need them at the same time because we got to we got to keep ourselves safe and, and healthy. So but as long as they're not, you know just nailing everybody for every little thing. I think it's a good thing. Yeah, you hope you hope guys start using it because it's it's what the industry needs, I think. Right. right. And it's it's sad. I mean, you you drive by sites all the time, you see dust flying, you see these clouds of smoke and you want to stop by and say, "Hey, like be careful because 
those are probably the guys that ju they just don't know that this is even a thing. Some of them may, and they're just ignoring it, but most of the people probably just have no clue that they're even supposed to be doing this. Yeah. You spend, I mean, winter months now, you probably spend some, some time going to different shows too, right? Yep. I try, Louisville, yep, I, I try to keep as busy as I can in the winter. Um, it's a great time to really work on your business on the, the inside the numbers and everything, but to just catch up on education and stay up to date. So I know you mentioned something too. I remember seeing it on your Instagram is you're getting into consulting. Yep. What's, what's the whole deal with that? <clears throat> so I have found that I have a passion for helping people and I haven't really known what I, how I want to do that. And recently I've kind of just figured out from the time I've spent with social media that I really like helping people in our industry. Um, I know we talked a little bit earlier about how you asked me kind of what my secret was about how I got going and I don't have a secret. It's nothing that I did that was like, Oh, I'm special. And I did this a certain way. It was just, I did the right things and everybody can be doing those things. And I want to be able to help other people do those, do those and run successful businesses from day one, not take five years to start making a profit. Um, so I've just found that I really want to kind of go that way and be able to make a living by helping people and still be in the industry. You're still trying to figure that out though. Yeah. I'm trying to figure I mean, out no one how. wants to work for free. Right. Totally. It's, and that's the hard part because I have been, you know, I, I answer so many questions through social media and, and I love doing that. Like, don't get me wrong. I, I don't want to be screwing people, but you know, it's just like time is so valuable. Yeah. So I'm finding a way that I can transition from the way I've been doing things into making some money doing it. And obviously if somebody asked me a question, like one quick question on Instagram, there's no way to charge for that. And I'm yeah. not going to, but there's people who will call me for, you know, a couple hours and it's like, that's a couple hours of my life. That's gone. Yeah, I that mean, I you have other things you can be doing. Right. Totally. Whether it be my business or just personal, it's cool too, because consulting real, like some of the big name consultants in the industry are, they're expensive. It is crazy what it costs to get a good consultant. And they're getting it. That's oh, the biggest yeah, thing. that's the thing. So it's cool because I can get in here and charge pretty low rates, you know, rates that are good for me because it's crazy money. You know, to be honest, I'm charging on average like $125 an hour, mm -hmm. somewhere like that. And that's crazy awesome money for me. But for guys, like that's cheap that for them. That is cheap. They spend an hour or two with me and they get way more out of that. Especially than, if it's more than one guy you're talking to. Right. What if it's a, a room? Like a peer group. Yep. And yeah. that's, that's the way I've kind of gotten started is trying to set up some peer groups because it makes it pretty cost effective for people and um works out for me because it's groups together but uh it's a great way to work off of your peers and have someone like me that can kind of oversee it and you know just run everything so yeah that's where i'd like to go um still beginning stages basically <coughs> totally yeah still just trying to figure it figuring out. out yeah what i want to do with my business because i can't imagine not running my business but it's going to invest sure a lot of time full time right so i'm trying to figure out how i do that whether i go kind of part-time with each thing, you know, run my business, but not ever be on site and just hire, you know, have really good guys to be on site, do consulting part-time, or do I want to just go in consulting a hundred percent of the time? Um, so who knows? We'll see where, where things go. I'll yeah. figure it out. Well, we'll be following you on yeah, Instagram you. to see it. So, and while we're on that, can you tell the listeners where they can follow you at? And, um, uh, you know, yeah, so my oh, let me make sure I'm saying this right. I'm pretty sure my Instagram is literally just at Mass Hardscaper. You got two. I got. I think you got your personal and yep, Mass so, Hardscapes. Yep. So I have at Mass underscore Hardscaper. That's kind of more my. I call it my personal page. It's really not a personal page. I do so, post some personal stuff, but 
Um, it's more of a place for me to um, post informative stuff for contractors. But then I have my business page, which is what I try to use more for marketing. And that's just mass hardscapes. Um, and so that's, you know, tons of contractors follow me on there too. But it's that's more final photos of jobs. It's not behind the scenes. Here's how we did stuff. Here's this tool, whatever. It's so. almost used as like a website too. So Kinda, if, yeah. a, if a customer wants to see your work, they can go to that page. Totally, yeah. yeah. And then and you're on Facebook also. Yeah, same, same thing. Facebook is is my business page. Um, so same thing, kind of like uh, it's type of a website. And then YouTube is very similar to my personal Instagram where it's, it's mass hardscaper and that's a lot more contractor based stuff. Um, do like time-lapse videos of some of our projects, some how to stuff behind the scenes of some of our jobs. So yeah, you're on, you're on Instagram. There's guys that are just doing sick work out there. Yeah. I mean, we see guys on Instagram, they're just doing crazy work. Um, things that it's really just setting standards in the industry. I think, where do you get your inspiration from? Yeah, social media has been crazy. I mean, just I know this is a little side tangent, but the the people that I've met through social media in our industry has been so cool. Like I have so many good friends, like legit good friends from different parts of the country that I've met through social media. Um, and that's so cool. And it's great to be able to learn from each other. But I get a ton of inspiration from from Instagram and, and YouTube. And I'm, I'm just trying to think I, there's so many people that I look up to, um, that just have crazy followings and just do super good work. I'm trying to think of some of the, honestly, the, the ones that I just look at their work, not even their following or what they do on social media, but just the work, just the uniqueness of, um, of the work they're doing. I know the, probably the person that I look up to the most in terms of the work that he does and his company does is actually a, a pretty good friend of mine who's local here. Um, his name is Tim and he owns Dragonfly Design Build. Um, he's not big on social media. He has like 1,300 followers. But his company does some of the most insane, just perfect, meticulous, beautiful work I've ever seen. Um, and his Instagram is just at Dragonfly Build. And they just do the craziest pool projects. I mean, their average job has got to be check that you know, out. two, three hundred grand is probably their, their average job. They're always winning Unilock Awards and just crazy stuff um he's been one of the people that i'm always every time he posts something you wonder big, just right? how the heck they come up with this stuff i right. think their mind is just racing all day i know we have a contractor on rochester he is just setting the standard i mean every project he's instilling natural stone with concrete he's putting boulders in it's like where the heck did you yeah. come up with this? I I could think about this for a year straight right. and not come up with this idea. Right. Some of these guys are just crazy and they have this creativity that not all of us have. I'd like to think I'm a creative person, but I'm not wild with my projects. Like I try to keep them different, not use the same products every time, change up things a little bit. But some of these guys are just doing some of the most insane, you know, just designs and inlays. And I seen a crazy. guy. Uh, are you familiar with Squadra? Yes, from Teco. For, from Teco. Yep. I seen yep. a guy out of Ontario, Canada, you probably follow him too, but he did a whole driveway doing like a, a balloon. I, I don't know the shape, but the whole driveway was squadra. It was probably wow. about 2,500 square foot. Man, can't and imagine they, laying that. They had to cut every little section. So there had to have been at least four or 5,000 oh, cuts yeah. of just little three by threes. Man. It's like, where the heck do they get this inspiration from? It's crazy. It's, it's awesome. That's not for me. I like to... I'm all about efficiency. Um, 
I'm, I'm in this to make money and I, I love what I do and I love creating really cool spaces. But for me, I just don't have the patience for that. That's or like, I want to be, I want to be in, do good work and, and be out and make money doing it. And, and I'm not saying you can't make money doing that cause you can, but you have to find the right clients to do that. Um, cause you got to charge for that. Yeah. So, yeah, but yeah, I, I could go on, I could find so many people. I think he's, so Tim is definitely one of the biggest in, um, Baylor brothers out of Connecticut has been a really big inspiration for me too. They're a bigger company. They, I think have 30 or 40 employees or so and just doing install work. Um, for those of you who don't know they're they have a link to pave tool. Um, so that's, I'm not biased. They literally just do some of those beautiful work. Um, but they do just crazy constant pool projects, just crazy outdoor. Living. Every job is some gunite pool with waterfalls and, you know, pavilions and outdoor kitchens and fire fireplaces. Features. Like just every job is just crazy. The things people are doing with the fire features now. That, it's a big thing now. People are really, it's like staycations. And and for some people that is what they want. And that is, is awesome because imagine just walking out your backyard and it's like you're at a resort. What products do you enjoy using mostly? I mean, do you, do you work with any natural stone at all? You see more guys using natural stone yeah, totally. I you mean, know what I mean, like I, natural stone is is my favorite. You get the best look out of it, um, and it looks good with concrete too. Yeah, so, totally. like your pillar caps, your your steps. I know you mentioned you use uh, granite steps. Yep, yep. lots of monolithic granite. So up here we have so much. We saw a lot granite. of those. A lot um, of the steps, yep. treads, two inch treads yep. coming rocked on the face, backside. So you get double side rocked. Yep. Um, it's just endless options, and yeah. I think it really does look good with. With concrete. Yeah, so. totally. My favorite combo is to do concrete pavers with natural stone verticals. So if we're doing kitchens or walls or fire pits, I love to do natural stone. So we're doing a lot of veneer. We don't do any true natural stone. Um, I don't have any, you know, masons on site or, or the patience for it really. Yeah. Um, so we're doing a lot of veneer and then we'll cap it with a natural stone, but then we're doing our flat work with, with pavers. And it's just with the way paver technology is now, it's crazy. Um, the durability, salt resistance. Uh, we're doing a lot of stuff with the Unilock that's pre-sealed already, so it's stain resistant. Um, I tell every customer to have their patio sealed, and that costs money, and it has to be redone, and Unilock is doing lifetime sealers on their products, which is cool because we're throwing them down, and it's They're, good. It's yeah, good you for know life. you're not going to be getting calls. Yep. So, yeah, I really like to pair natural stone flat work with, with um, or sorry, paver, concrete paver flat work with natural stone verticals. So you just got to find, you know, the right customers that will pay for that. Some yeah, people just don't, don't want to pay for, or just don't care for the look. Um, it's really just a personal preference. Yeah. Thing. Natural stones usually more expensive. So yeah, yeah. your customer doesn't always want to spend that much more money right. being on a natural stone product Right. when you can make it look just as nice with, with a concrete paver. Right. So Josh, is there anything else really you want to touch base on while you're here, man? Uh, I didn't, I could go on forever. Um, I know one of the things that's really big for me that I love is the business side of, and I know we've, we've touched on a little bit, but there's, there's so many guys in our industry that are so good at installing and designing, but they're lacking in the business side. And, um, I think it's getting better. Our industry is getting so much more professional and guys are starting to realize like they can make a really good living because they know their numbers. Um, there's but, help out there. I mean, totally. if, if you, you go to the right place, you'll find help for that. Yeah. Yeah. And one in, in terms of help, one thing that's been big for me, um, and I think 
uh, honestly, 100% of the contractors in our industry should be using this is LMN. Have you guys heard of LMN? Yep. It's through Teco, right? No. So LMN, they're partnered with Teco. Yeah, okay. um, LMN is called Landscape Management Network. It's owned by Mark Bradley, who I talked about earlier. Um, he started a landscape business when, uh, I want to say he was maybe in his 20s, and he grew it to, he was in the top, I know 100 landscape businesses in the country. Um, he may have been in the top 50. He sold his business a few years ago for, I think, at a value of like $52 million. Wow. Um, or they did $52 million a year. Um, so he sold his business because he started this company called LMN, Landscape Management Network. It's basically a online-based software that does your CRM, budgeting, estimating, job tracking, scheduling, um, like it does everything. It runs your landscape business. I know a few landscapers that live by it. Yeah, it, I know the I owner of one never, of the companies out there that is is relying on that every day. It's great because all my CRM is done through the program, so all my my customers' info is right there. Yep. Um, eliminates paperwork. Um, there's a pro version. I have the basic version right now. LMN is the greatest thing. Like I'm not kidding i'm not over exaggerating this is the greatest thing if you're running a landscape business and you want to make money you need lmn um i know most guys are not doing budgets if you're not doing budgets you don't know what you're making you don't know that you're recouping the costs that you should be so lmn does all that for you You plug in your numbers and it tells you like oh i can afford this piece of equipment or like i need to hire a foreman i don't know what to pay him it will tell you what if well, you're, you're in the right spot or not. Yeah. And, and what you should be doing in sales and what you should be marking up your materials. It does absolutely everything for you. It takes the guesswork. When I do my budget at the beginning of this year, I'll probably get going on it within the next couple of weeks. I'll know based on assuming all of our hours are on spot. You know, when I estimate, I know what we're going to make next year in terms of profit. That's um, crazy. Yeah. It, it, that would be so helpful for so many guys. It's crazy. It runs your business. Um, other than doing your accounting, you know, I still use QuickBooks, but other than that, it does, it runs my business. It keeps me Do organized. You know pricing off? So yeah. the free version is, is free, obviously. <laughs> um, I know there's a lot of limitations to that. Okay. You can do your budget for free. So if you're just looking to figure out what you should be charging a man hour, you can do that and you're all set. But it only lets you save so many estimates in there. And you want to do your estimates on LMN because it makes you so much more efficient. Estimates that used to take me an hour, I'm doing now in 20 minutes. And I'm confident like in those numbers. So the next one is the basic version. It's $200 a month. Um, sounds like a lot of money, but it's really not. It's It pays for itself so fast. Um, it's like having an employee, basically. Yeah. For you, $200 a month, that's cheap. It's crazy. You put like you put the cost of LMN in LMN when you do your budget. So it's like you, it's not like you, that's coming out of your pocket. You're just adding it into your overhead. Yeah. Um, so that's the basic version, which is what I use, and it does everything. Then they have a pro version that's 300 a month, and I think it adds, like, you can do your invoicing through there. I think you can do maybe like your contracts you can it just adds a few features um but for most people it's not necessary um i do have a code too if people want to message me that gets them i think a free month they have a free month trial too cool so people can contact me i can give them my code and they'll get a free month out of it um i just just a little warning it takes some time to set up if you're going to set up a budget be like you have to use this program because you're going to spend smart like, though it really is yeah. it's efficiency yeah it, it's made me i've always been organized and good with numbers but it takes time and it's cut my time easily in half like i'm not i'm in the office half as much as i was before for a guy that's running his own company and 
Doing an estimate yeah. and being in the field that that goes a long way. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's not just coming out of his mouth. I've heard this from other guys yeah. too. So. I've never heard somebody who does not love the program that you literally never. Um, and they're awesome. They have the best customer service. Um, they're great. It's all great people behind the scenes. So I started using this my second year in business. So last year, technically. Awesome. And it's just made things so much better. Just more confident in, in my numbers. And it's cool to see what you're going to make too at the end of the year. You're like, Heck I yeah. know that at the end of next year, I'm going to make, you know, 150 grand in profit. Like, I'm not saying that's what I'm making, yeah. but like, you know, at the beginning of the year, that's what you're going to do. As long as you estimate properly and you work the amount of that's the key hours is that making sure they call an estimate for a reason. It's not right. always perfect, right. but, but with hopefully you know, get close enough. If you're job tracking, which is really the only way to know how long it takes you to do things, you should be pretty confident in how long it's going to take. Yeah. So you can you can get pretty close. It it will save businesses. If you're struggling, if you're a company who you're not paying yourself and you're not making profit, but you're doing good work and you just don't know what you're supposed to be charging, this will tell you everything. It will make a business that just is not running well run smooth. Wow. It's crazy. So for all, everybody who struggles with business, check it out for sure. Yeah, yeah. make sure to follow you on uh, yeah. social media too. Yeah. Awesome. Hey, man, thanks for stopping in today. I know uh, I know we've been waiting for this for a while, so it was good to finally sit down with you and discuss yeah. all these things. Yeah, we, oh, had, we got postponed a little bit, but... Yeah, got pummeled. Yeah. It's like a 48-hour storm. Yeah, what did you get? About 18? Something like that. Yeah. Crazy. And, th- and I thought it was nights. a joke. But <laughs> yeah, we did too. So yeah, we so woke up the next day. Yeah, <laughs> so it's, this it's isn't spent. happening. Yeah, there go. Ends our season nice and early this year. So make sure everyone to check him out on his social media. Follow Sensenix Landscape Supply on our social media. Tune um, in next week. Tune episodes. in next week. We got uh, some good stuff coming up. So stay tuned. Thanks, guys. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.